A group of young people stood on the sidewalk watching the house. Anger flared. He wanted to yell at them to go home, that there was nothing to see. Jackson trudged up the sidewalk toward the old two-story building. Students likely lived here and attended the University of Oregon only three blocks away. The party had dispersed and the neighborhood was relatively quiet, but every light in the home was on and a few stragglers sat on the wide porch. A man in uniform greeted him halfway. Officer Will Meadow, we met once on the Walker case. Jackson remembered him, but even more vividly he recalled the bodies in the house. At least no one here was dead, he reminded himself. Meadow had called twenty minutes ago, interrupting a rare, private moment Jackson had been enjoying with his girlfriend. Hey, Daddy! Did you come to rescue me? His daughter's voice came from the roof over the porch. The slurred words and taunting tone made him cringe. Katie was drunk. Again. He had to get her some help. He glanced briefly at Meadow. Thanks for calling me. The patrol officer frowned. I still have to report it. I understand. Jackson moved toward the porch. Would you go inside, please? He said to the young people smoking on the steps. What if I don't want to? A young man called back. Before Jackson could respond, the officer strode over. Get in the house or I'll arrest you all for contributing to the delinquency of a minor. They scattered like frightened mice, two rushing for the front door while the mouthy young man ran across the narrow yard and down the street. He apparently didn't want to be questioned. Jackson wondered if the little shit had given alcohol to his fifteen-year-old daughter. If he hadn't, someone else would have. After her mother's death, Katie had spun quickly through the cycles of shock, anger, and depression. Now she was just out of control, and Jackson knew it was about punishing him. He looked up at his now bone-thin daughter, dressed in black and illuminated only by the neon glow of the nearby restaurant sign. What had happened to the sweet, funny, round-faced little girl he loved more than life itself? You killed her mother, the voice in his head echoed for the hundredth time. Jackson pushed through his pain. What are you doing, Katie? He'd dropped her off at a friend's house two hours earlier. Just having some fun. I like it up here. The neighbors complained that you were screaming. Are you hurt? He'd learned to approach her gently. Physically? No. She laughed, a high-pitched sound that made his skin shrivel. But thanks for your concern. Her drunken slur crushed what was left of his heart. Please come down before you get hurt. He wondered how she'd gotten up there. But I want a party! Katie stood and raised her hands to the dark sky. The party is over. They've all gone home. Jackson looked around for a way to climb up. He would talk her down if it took all night. He couldn't physically drag her off the roof. He couldn't physically do anything to her. She was fifteen, and the law was not on his side anymore. Then I'll find a new party. Without warning, Katie jumped straight at him. Jackson opened his arms to catch her, but it happened too fast. She knocked his six-foot, two-hundred-pound frame to the ground, then rolled away unscathed in typical drunk fashion. Jackson's ribs felt cracked, and he was glad he'd left his weapon in the car.
He pushed to his feet and winced in pain as his daughter laughed and ran for the sidewalk. Katie! He chased after her and grabbed her arm. Let's go somewhere together. We'll see a movie or something. Hell no! She jerked free and stumbled down the sidewalk. He noticed she was barefoot. Jackson made a decision. He turned to Officer Meadow. Arrest her and take her to the juvenile justice center. I need to get her into treatment. As Katie cursed at him, Jackson got back in his car to block out her voice. He knew that forcing her into the system was the right thing to do, but it made him queasy with guilt and anxiety. She would hate him even more than she already did. But Katie needed to know what her life would be like if she didn't stop drinking and using drugs, if she didn't finish high school. She needed to stand in a courtroom and be held accountable. It was the right thing, he told himself again.